Welcome to I Love That. A bachelor podcast because the unexamined life isn't worth living. I'm Dr. Zach. I'm Dr. Wade. Welcome. Well, yeah, w- welcome to this very serious episode of I Love That Bachelor. I'm, I uh, considered we could maybe raise the formality level of it. You know, we're doctors. So we should. You're, yeah. Uh, 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 yes, chap. We're doing people a public service here. So <laughs> thank you. That's what I think. And, and you're welcome for joining us. Yeah. Um, what's on the what's on the beginning of the docket there, Dr. Wade? I think I'll just start with a note that I put near the end that this episode was one group date and a rose ceremony. I f- yep. I feel a little cheated and my wife suspects that perhaps they are dragging because this show is going to derail or get broken much earlier than we expect. Yeah, I wonder that. That was that was the exact thought that I had because it's like, or she or people leave, or she cuts people fast. I don't know. I don't know. I know it's uh, been a while since we've seen a functioning season. I, I guess like I'll just say Ari because that stands out to me as one that like aside from the you know epilogue to that season where it basically followed the formula of like you just do the ceremonies and then you pick the finalists and you you play the game as it was intended as the way god intended it yeah but we haven't done that in so long like i can't remember the last season of the bachelor that worked out for the male lead and like claire broke last season before Tasha. matt james season fell apart peter's season fell apart Hannah's season fell apart. Like most of the recent ones have just been broken. So it's kind of the new norm, but also uh just not not as engaging. Like this is not the most shocking season ever, as they promise every season. This was a good season. Is. This was a good Katie season with some real, genuine, you know, love blossoming. Yeah, like I, I'm gonna be honest with you. The um the first group date, all of the dudes that were on that date, that's a great group of dudes right there. Yeah. They, I think they, really they commented on it themselves that, like, this was a good group of dudes. Yeah. It really, really is. And, like, I'm glad they chose she chose them for that date. It was... I mean, so, like, the next drama is just Blake, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's not so bad. But the that was the, what I realized by the time this episode was winding down. I thought, oh, okay, so we wasted all of the previous episode on Carl. We've wasted all of this episode on Thomas. The dudes don't know that Blake is sticking around, so we can waste the whole next episode on Blake. And it's just, I'm I'm sick of the late additions, honestly. Like that yeah. that the tall blonde girl did nothing for Matt James's season. Like it, never been kissed. <laughs> yeah, but it it only derails from the show it pisses everyone off it puts the lead in a defensive position to justify keeping that late edition around and it's like why couldn't you just be there from the beginning like what's the point that and it's it's reminiscent of nick vial on caitlin season obviously but nick didn't he make it to like number two yeah and i bought it because he was kind of a celebrity in bachelor nation already and when he showed up he like had that energy of like oh no like i want to be here i want you know nick Bial has his own energy 
Mm. But, but Blake like barely seems interested to be there. Like he's still auditioning for something. I don't fucking like him, dude. No, same. Like I really and he was don't DMing. Like him. He was DMing her beforehand. Like yeah, and he's what dated two other people in Bachelor Nation already. Like I know the clown's not there for the right reasons. I don't know if anyone remembers Tasha's season. He never really had time with her. He just goofed around with the boys and was pretty immature at it. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one who remembers that Blake sucks. But, like, you could have brought anyone. You could have brought JPJ, and I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, this will make it a better season. You could have brought Mike. There's so many good dudes you could have put on here, and you choose fucking Blake, like... At, at best, he was just a nothing contestant who didn't make an impression and is like, I don't know, kind of average in my estimation. I didn't think he was like hot, fit, funny. Like what what stands out? What makes him so great? I, I don't get it. If you get it, email us at I love that bachelor at gmail.com and explain it to me why Blake is a thing because I'm I, I'm fuming here. I don't get it. I need answers. <laughs> and rant. I. I like this. I like this, Dr. Wade. Um, he just seems super disgenuine. Mm-hmm. He just, that's just it. And it's hard for me to, uh, it's hard for me to want to like him because, like, there's a difference between between being like, fun and lighthearted and jokey and uh lacking sincerity and he just lacks uh sincerity and it does feel super i want to stay in the spotlight you know because it's like his leaving comments are you look really great and he did it twice and it's like just really great you know what does she doesn't move you yeah like he uh when she after the rose ceremony when she visits him and he's all out of breath i'm like was he just like doing a choke wank in there like this is why you're here (laughs) she came to you and you're like not dressed prepared in any sense of that and when you do come you're in your boxers and you're just like oh yeah yeah whatever i'm so sleepy like okay cool i get to stay far out like it seems so rehearsed. Uh, and then when you have guys like, like Michael, when you see like real people talking to Katie and you're like, oh, that's yes. what that's what a real conversation looks like. And then you get a Blake and it's like, oh, this is what people do in front of the camera when they want to look good. Yes. Yes, I I hate him. But on the topic of mispronounced words like disgenuine. Big one this episode. I would like, I would like to talk about Thomas saying demonstrized. <laughs> Which oh is God. amazing. And I think it's demonized and what other word? I really think he, he was going for demonized and then lost confidence and was like, demon, monster? Is it de- is it monster? And then he just made up this word. And we know what he meant. Demonsterized, yeah. But it sounds so <laughs> stupid. And I'd like to think that's when Katie, that's what sealed the deal. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that would be cool. How would you feel if somebody you were dating fucking dropped a non-word like that? While defending their lies and insincere behavior. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. That's that's strike two. Even if strike one wasn't real. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in my head, it's like, okay, well, it depends on the situation and, and who it is. Sure, sure. Um, I dated a girl who, uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to say it. It's fine. I'll keep it to myself. I don't need to. I don't need them to listen to it and be like, oh, my God, did he just attack me? And it's like, no, 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 I didn't. It's just merely a statement. Anyway. So, Wade, how about Florida, my dude? Because it looks like a dong. What do you think about Florida? I think it looks like a dong. I I don't want to go there ever. It's a terrible state, and I hate it. And if you live there and listen to us and would like to tell me why it's not, you can send us an email at ilovethatbachelor at gmail.com. Okay, so um, I have another very important thing to bring up. Have you ever mooned somebody? As a child? Or to, like, show them the butt? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that, like, weird to do? If I was in... If I played football, I would certainly moon the other team as the buses are crossing each other. In fact, I think I did it in band. Yeah, I don't... I don't have a problem with it. I haven't actually considered it since the times have changed. I understand how that might be considered assault nowadays. True, (laughs) But, like, you know, boys razzing each other for sports purposes. I mean... Like, I'll let them have it. I guess where where this is coming from is is during um uh playoffs for Dodgers and Lakers, I have actively mooned the TV many times. Many, many times for people on the other team or bad announcers. And um I will say this person's name, and if you're listening, Reggie Miller, you're the worst. Learn how to be a better commentator and keep that Laker hate out of the booth, you fucking clown. Anyway. All right. You heard it here, Reggie Miller. Get it together. I have something. I have another important thing. Unless you'd like to move along with something. Oh, I, uh, is, it, is it bachelor related? Yes, it is. Okay, good. Okay, wait. Well, first off, I want to say I think a person's relationship with their television is their own business. So I don't think there's anything weird about you showing the TV your butt. Thank you for <laughs> for being so welcoming. I am tolerant. To, to, yeah, tolerant for my uh, idiosyncrasies when it comes to watching sports. Of course. Um. <laughs> what's what's this next order of business? So it's super marginal. But did you see what Katie was wearing for the group date dinner or drinks? Yes. Uh, it was like a sparkly dress, if I'm remembering. It Maybe was a, a sequence blazer dress. Okay. And I think it would have looked... I think it's a great piece. If you would removed the sequence, then it just becomes tacky garbage. I don't appreciate that. You know? It was a fine tartan plaid. She could have just rocked it. Yeah, I think she likes going for like a quirky, less conventional look, which... Sequence? Eh. Come on, Katie. I don't know. It's like those those wolf sweatshirts with like the glitter glue and stuff. Like, tacky is cool, I guess. 
Does that make me cool finally? Sure. Yeah, you're cool. Wow. Just head finally, to, all head those to years toe Lakers tacky. gear and tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Out here living, dude. Um, so Katie loves Taco Bell, does she? Looks that way. I assumed that was Taco Bell. So I. Why aren't why am I not with her? I don't get it. Every passing episode, you know, I'm perfect for her. You know, I'll admit I was not perfect for Tasha. I will not admit that I was not perfect for Tasha. <laughs> you know, and I just don't I just don't get it. And how's Andrew S. still rocking the British accent? Is it really that much of a seller? Like, I don't know. He's like, he's just charming enough. Like, I, I like him. He seems sincere-ish. So when he puts it on, it's, I don't know. That's like their little flirt game now, I guess. I guess, huh? You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, Greg loves her. Yep. I don't know. The does jalapeno talk but he did slip it in there didn't thomas do that did thomas do the i'm falling in love with you thing last episode he insinuated a love bomb okay so we're we're both tracking the i love you's and yes the varying degrees of sincerity behind them i think greg meant it dude yeah i think he did and like their conversation and I think it was on this coming on. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. He's going to be the one. Um, And it's so cute. I love it. It makes me so happy. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't like him at first. And the more I've got, I've uh, uh, been given the chance to get to know him. I hate past participles. So I was fighting around the word gotten. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, I <clears throat> I like him a lot, and I think they they would be a good couple. Same. I I only recall from the this season on that it it looks like something doesn't go their way, and I know editing's deceptive in those promos, but I uh, I fear he might not be the guy. <sighs> At least not officially, Who? as the show ends and he gets the final rose. Maybe it'll crumble and they'll start dating or something, but. I have my doubts. Hmm. Um. Interesting. I think she's going to pick him. I want to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally just want to know. I might have had a bit of a spoiler regarding uh, the demographic that they're casting the next season of The Bachelor from. It would indicate the age of the prospective Bachelor. And that's oh, yeah? as, and that's as much as I'll say on air. Text it text it text it to me. Yeah. Um I'll vamp. So I really enjoyed the line. I think it was uh somebody and he goes they're talking about Thomas and saying um he's it's global warming and he's on an ice cap, the seas are rising, and I honestly don't think he knows how to swim. Brilliant line. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love that. Okay. He just got the text with the spoiler, but you got don't it. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I really enjoyed that line. I didn't think the tray move was a good move. 
but yeah, th- that's worth unpacking, I think. Absolutely. Well, for one, uh, everyone knows that Katie is smarter than the average bachelorette. So the fact that so many dudes are like, no, Katie's a fucking idiot. She won't know that Thomas is an insincere liar unless we all gang up and tell him. And that they were like yelling at Andrew S for being like, I'm secure with my, you know, like, let's let it play out. Like, and I get it. Like Aaron warned her about uh, Cody and then they warned her about Carl. And like, now it's like, okay, none of y'all are really focusing on your relationships anymore. There's like, five actual front runners and a bunch of dudes scrambling to find the next enemy of the house to gang up. I don't know. It's, it's, it's rough. I don't like seeing like Thomas sucks, but like when people started piling onto Andrew for being like, relax, I'm like, why? Cause you guys are all losing the game and you love drama. Like you're really ride or dying for this like tactic. Yeah, well, I think some of it has to come from, um, has to come from, uh, the, like, I don't want to say the game perspective, but the perspective of I'm not getting a fair shake because of this. And also, like, beyond it, just me not getting a fair shake, they know and at least they think they know in their hearts that he's not there for the right reasons. So why not be vocal about it? That being said, I feel like you should be comfortable in your relationship. But then that, that being said, Katie has a history of telling the lead about stuff. Okay. Cause she has, she, has trusted everyone so far that has said like this dude sucks. And I don't know if that's because of her experience with Victoria or whoever, but it's worked. And that's my concern is like, okay, so we're, we've rewarded every tattletale and I say tattletale, but the dudes clearly like sucked and weren't there for the right reason. So it's good. But (laughs) is the next guy that gets crucified going to actually be, a sociopath like Thomas or will it just be the dude that's in the lead that is threatening you know the rest of the guys because dudes like Justin and Hunter and like there's a handful that seem pretty committed to like the purity test thing and like I don't I don't like seeing dramatic boys no me either and I don't like what Hunter's about to do yeah what is he gonna it sounds like he's gonna make himself the villain Literally, like through aggression, like, okay, cool, dude, that that looks like that'll work with Katie. Yeah, you're going to wound someone during a game and then you're going to crash the group date, probably that you weren't invited yeah, to look like, like crashing yeah. the group date never works. <laughs> have you watched? I mean, I assume these assholes have watched the show because they all want to be with Katie or be the next bachelor. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I just don't get it. Um, and I feel like the people that we cut today were getting closer and closer to when it's all love, you know, and like real drama. Yeah. And that makes me feel good. You know, um, obviously the highlight of this episode was Katie pulling the rug out from Thomas, dude, you know, Thomas come here and like get this rose. And then she's like, your bachelor audition ends tonight. So get out. (laughs) 
That's amazing, dude. That yeah. is fucking amazing. After calling him like a liar, piece of shit, trash man. That's awesome. No, I appreciate it. And again, like she knew. I was a little bummed that she was like, I'm over this Thomas shit. But every single dude at the pre-rose cocktail was like, let's talk about Thomas. Here's what I think about Thomas. And I'm like, I think she knows. Like, <laughs> And also, I think because like she has the four or five. You know, mm-hmm. everybody hates Thomas. Get out. Yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like she has more of a connection with the other guys. So why? Yeah. If everyone's like, this dude's insincere, like, OK, I don't I'm not really connected with him anyway. Like, I know it's going to be one of these four. So, let, yeah, get him out if he's being this disruptive. You he know said demonsterized. Like, I don't care. Dude, what are you doing with that? Um, the thing is, um, I feel like she's attracted to Blake. Which makes me want to vomit in my mouth a little bit because I don't, I do not like that guy. And I can appreciate if a man is attractive. Mm-hmm. I he's don't a- like him. Same. And I, I know I ripped him up pre uh, recording and said I was going to leave it off the air, but I'm going to, I lied. He, oh. he looks like a toe. <laughs> he, he's balding in his 20s. Uh, I know he's white and has colored <laughs> eyes and a beard, but come on, guys, that's that's just not enough. And as I said before, there's nothing really unique, interesting, or redeeming about him. And if you what can, does he do for if a you living? can tell me something about him that is worth giving a shit about, email us at I love that bachelor at gmail dot com. Tell you me know, what like he would have. He would have to have like saved, cured cancer. You know, I don't know. Develop something, dude. I feel like you're not even offering society much. And at least be tall. If if a dude's <laughs> like, it's it's the same with, uh, I realize that like dudes being really tall is like women having large breasts. It's like enough, <laughs> it's enough for a certain type of person. And I get that. You know, if a dude's like, whoa, that chick's hot. And I see that she has large breasts. I'm like, okay, that's, that's what's doing it for you. And it's the same with tall guys on any dating reality show. Even if they look, you know, totally average and unimpressive if they're just like six five chicks are like i don't know there's just something about him and it's like it's because he's tall you're shallow but blake's not even tall yeah i don't fucking like him dude what does he do for a living i don't remember don't worry um whatever it is i'm gonna take him to task for it made up my mind about Blake. <laughs> I'm going to take him to task for it. Blake Moyne's job. What an awful name. Okay, what do you do, my guy? What do you do? Oh, I hate this guy's face. Oh, I don't know what it is. Is it the eyes? The chin's too, the, the chin's too large. It's everything. His eyes are a little too close together. If you take the beard oh, away, that's right. it's like... He's a fucking wildlife manager from Toronto. Oh, I mean, that's I guess that's according to his ABC bio. He loves the Ninja Turtles picnics and volunteers with a different endangered species every year. The outdoorsman's also ready to find a lifelong partner now that he's at a crossroads in his personal life. Blake spent his Saturday nights hanging with his best friends, but now all of those friends are married and he's the last single man remaining. His bio reads. His dream woman is outdoorsy, beautiful, and fun. She has to have a goofy side and be okay with his self-described, quote, potty mouth. 
He says he has no problems talking about his emotions, emotions and wants a partner who will part, who will appreciate that he wears his heart on his sleeve. Okay, here we go. Blake stood out last season thanks to his instant connection with uh, Claire. She confronted the reality stud about, quote, breaking the rules and reaching out to her prior to this season beginning. He did this with Claire? That was the guy? I guess so. I thought it was the dude who Claire picked. I thought it was, uh, um, insert forgettable name here. Yeah, Dudley or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> it's Dudley. Oh, I'm going to take Dudley. <laughs> no, but that's that's a red flag in Bachelor Nation. Remember Blake, who was hooking up with everybody and slipping into DMs before Paradise? Like, that is a sure, wow. that is a dead giveaway that you were there for the wrong reasons. So if we know that yes. Blake has done this on two separate seasons, then what are we doing? Dale. Is he a ringer? Is he, Yeah, Dudley. Is... is Blake just a ringer for drama because he's like, I don't know. Like, is he easy to work with production wise? Will he do what do ABC people not says? Have potty or? mouths. That too. Like, Katie brought a vibrator. You know. Like, what does he think Everybody is edgy? Cusses. What what counts as edgy in Canada? And I'm just gonna be like a nationalist here. <laughs> I don't know. You watch Letter Kenny. What is it? I love Letterkenny. Huh, there's nothing edgy in Canada, dude. <laughs> there's just regular ass folk, it seems, according to Letterkenny. What is edgy in Canada? Is Montreal edgy? This should work. Um, Montreal can be edgy in a way that people here are not closed-minded. Ooh. People are open to things, for example, when it comes to dating. Quite a bit of people here are non-monogamous, queer-friendly, fetish-friendly, and everyone has some kind of artistic endeavor in their life. It seems many people prioritize their nightlife and try to avoid living in the suburbs. They travel extensively. They also have needle disposal at some public restrooms. Drinking alcohol in public is less frowned upon and more tolerated than most places in the U.S., there are many art installations and graffiti slash mural artwork all over the city. In other words, it's a very artist-friendly city. Oh, externally, the fashion sense of your average Montrealers is more normie slash mainstream compared to places like Portland or Austin or Brooklyn. Young people in Montreal dress pretty normal and then behave normal in public sphere. However, people in Portland or Austin were more in your face weird or artsy, whether in their looks or their behavior. <clears throat> what? <laughs> okay. So, so we're, having, we're having a quirk off, apparently. So whoever wrote that has a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that was, uh, so that was actually one of my wife's suspicions, was that it's possible that Blake has a kink or something that Katie relates to that they're not going to share with us yet or at all. That's a great take. He's probably got a shame fetish. And he slipped into the DM, so it's quite possible that he's made that known to her. And if she is attracted to him, you know, she she has an unconventional type, maybe is more attracted to personality. But, uh, I'll buy it. I, I don't just... like this. I know, man. We we both really don't like it. And uh you know, this is our this is our duty though, as doctors. Like we don't get to choose the test subjects, we just have to evaluate their performance, and now we're going to deal with Blake for the rest of the season. 
<laughs> or a few episodes, God willing. At least one. Um, I, I do have, a, I don't have much else to comment on, but one... I have nothing else. This is an absolute nothing episode. <laughs> it really was. So little happened. Um, poor, poor Mike the Virgin, who had to eat that bowl of Twinkies, because he says he hasn't had a carb in seven years. Seven years. Which sounds like an eating disorder. Unless you have Crohn's <laughs> or I, I don't know, like I, yeah. I don't I don't eat a lot of carbs. Like I, I don't eat bread or pasta if I can help it, but I will. I do. I certainly wouldn't go years at a time without having like pizza or something. Seriously, man, come on. And he's a good looking dude. Just like you can you can exercise and eat carbs and not turn into whatever Mike is afraid of turning into. Fat virgin. At a, at a, at a certain point, I would like to put my bike in your trunk. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got plenty of room um, in my trunk for your bike. Okay, great, because it's a pretty big bike. Um, do you know what that's from? No. Are we talk? Are we really? Are we actually talking about bikes and trunks here? The four, the forty-year-old virgin. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Um. At a certain point, you have to live, you know, like it's a problem to completely erase something like that, you know, like, dude, like, what do you get? What do you get joy from? I mean, I was a vegan for years and like, I realized I made the realization that, you know, I can eat mostly vegan most of the time because, like, it's probably good for you to eat <laughs> fruits and vegetables most of the way. Um, but that, like, completely removing something in terms of food, you're not you're not living, and you're not you're not helping. It, it's not a logarithmic scale of helping. You know, we would be better off if everyone just didn't eat meat for one day once a week than to have like, I don't know, a hundred thousand vegans or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's like, I like traveling and I want to eat the food of these cultures. So why would I intentionally limit myself? You know? And it's like, dude... It's been seven years since you had fucking pizza. Why? Pizza's the best. I, I am uh, reminded he's a gym owner. Ah. So that might, it might just be a, and San Diego, it might just be a lifestyle thing. It just makes me sad. Same. You know, humans Same. aren't aren't meant to live like that. Like we're not supposed to be dehydrated like you know, rolling over monster truck tires every day, like yep. not having natural sugars and being in states of whatever ketosis or fasting, like most, you know, moderation, baby, I, everything in moderation. I agree. I agree. Except drugs. And the what? other thing that I noticed was, uh, you know, we all knew Thomas was full of shit and mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a big reader of the face. And it seemed like anytime Thomas was on the defensive, he would get the like, like the raise, yes, the, like the, the performative face where you like raise the eyebrows and look wounded and lick your mouth. Cause I guess you got to look sexy while you do it too. But like he, any, anytime <laughs> someone put Thomas on the ropes, he would have this reactive facial expression. 
and I, you know, good riddance, he's gone. But I only bring it up because I'm, I remember people like McKenna who like had big facial expressions and the person this season who does it is Justin. And I've already mentioned this, that like, don't protest too much. Like, I wonder if, I don't know, man, I worry. I worry about that dude. He seems really cool. I don't like him either. Yeah. We'll see. He's been I off the map do- since the first episode too, but I don't trust people with big eyes. It's not even big eyes. It's just the fact that he needs everyone to see how he feels about what's been said by making the biggest expression he can. Like, but one, his eyes get so big a... when he does it. Yeah, it's like I, I, <sighs> it's not like I I want to convey my emotions clearly to people in the effort to be a better communicator. It's like I want I want to wave my virtue flag and say I was outraged. You all saw my eyebrow was so cocked when that thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that's that's all i got oh and uh <laughs> the last thing is, is i've been seeing a lot of a lot of posts about people from bachelor nation who got ppe loans oh, and then yes. and then paid themselves and it's you can you can see this stuff i guess it's public record and you can see that in these situations it all went to payroll i know that uh ari did it in his family it appears that Tasha has also done it i think matt james and it's the internet. People could be making it up. You can forge documents. I'm not fact-checking them. But if this is, in fact, true, shame on all of them. Those loans yeah. were, not, were not meant for idly rich uh, ABC family influencers. Like, you you didn't lose your job. job. You're title? not in the service industry. Like Instagram husband LLC? God, dude. What a bad look. Yeah. And just because you have an LLC doesn't mean you have to, like be an amoral sack of shit who steals you know tax dollars that i'm paying for shit that you don't need like i want that money to go towards schools and you know fixing the infrastructure and mainly just schools i just i want i want americans (laughs) to be a lot smarter than they are and it just kills me to see fucking successful vain instagram people who 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 arguably don't actually work for a living right they just exist get paid for sponsorships and ads we need we need to cut that whole genre of of people making money yeah um if i if my facts are right nick vial blasted these people (laughs) and and said like look i'm in the same class as you guys and this is literally it's it's bad it's just feeding at the trough like it wasn't it's deceitful. It wasn't for you. You didn't need it. You've basically stolen tax dollars. And like, how? How do you justify as an influencer? How do you justify that on your on your ledger? You know that like, oh, because of COVID, I lost sponsorships. Therefore, I can't pay my employees. They're going to lose their homes. Like that was never a risk for any of these people. They are the only employees, so they literally just gave themselves a twenty thousand so- dollar payday for nothing. To give you, um, so, okay, here's some behind the curtain because I, I did do this for our company. Um, and so whatever number they put that's and now, you, so just, just for the edification of everybody, that's what they're claiming is 2.5. That's what they're claiming is two and a half months of 
wages or and or health insurance. By the way, so consider that in your mathematics there. Um, the other thing is, is you didn't really have to prove anything. You, you just didn't. That's the craziest and if you, part. And if you spend it all on payroll, then you can get it forgiven. As in they um, can't they can't get it back because it's already been promised to the employee or something? Well, I mean, it would be like a low interest loan, basically, and we'd, we would have to pay it back um, over time. But if it's payroll now? Correct. Oh. Yeah. That makes it worse. So, I know. <laughs> uh, you know, to be honest with you, like in our particular um, uh, situation with our company, the the amount of money we could have gotten for shows that were premiering would have increased the amount of money we made but because there was no filming involved we were impacted by the pandemic and we did list that but it's not like they were like oh can you tell us like why you know like what's the, what's what's there like you know can you explain that to us they're like okay cool here you go you know yeah, but like Instagram husband, like, did they even look at that shit? Like, oh, this is an influencer trying to steal money. Like, why yeah, does that no, count? They didn't look at it. Like, I, hey, I, I want to be an influencer. Can I say I'm an influencer and buy an LLC in a New Mexico PO box for twenty bucks and then solicit the government for five figure paydays? Because I said so. Because, sorry, <laughs> the fact good. they just didn't follow up on anything. Okay, so yeah. Shame on Bachelor Nation. Dark times. I don't like Blake. And I dare say that's all the time we have for this session. I think we did it. Somehow, 40 minutes. Amazing. Perfect. Good link. Well, Here's for a more eventful episode next week. Yeah. And thanks for listening. We love yeah. you. We're doctors. All right. Goodbye. Bye.